0: Jordan Freud. everybody must have screamed, ah, he's a sung hero, a little pushy-pushy. Are you back from listening to Stairway to Heaven twice? Now those are just words I looked up on the internet. Unreasonable Down, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. Hello, from the studio in Nitro, West Virginia, this is Unreasonable Down. It's a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, part of the Basketball Podcast Network. I'm Josh Witt. This is Episode 1, Mount St. Mary's Mountaineers, MSMM. So WVU wins by 17, or do they? Did they win by 18? It doesn't change the outcome of the game. West Virginia wins this game, but I'm looking at the ESPN app right now. It says 76 to 59, right? Then I look right below it at the AP write-up, and it says 76 to 58. If you go in the ESPN app in the play-by-play section, the game ends at what? seventy six fifty eight. But it also says seventy six fifty nine. So which is it? You know, let me go to, what did Ken Pomeroy say the game was? Ken Pomeroy said seventy six fifty eight. I don't know. <laughs> West Virginia won by 17 or they won by 18. Can somebody just tell me what the, what the final score of the game was anyways, let's, I don't want to dwell on that. Let's not sweat the small stuff. We got to see Trey Mitchell play for the first time tonight. And I think he said after the game in his post game comments that he got one practice in. So Trey Mitchell leaves Texas comes to Morgantown foot injury, doesn't get to practice, except for one time. (laughs) And Huggins has never given a timeline for Mitchell, just said he's progressing and he's got the boot off and now he's shooting and he's doing more and more, but you know, it's up to the doctors cut to tonight. He's available to play. So I believe earlier in the day reported game time decision and not that a lot's riding on Trey Mitchell, Because there's a ton of guys, and and we can see how all the pieces fit together. But this is one of the biggest pieces Huggins has brought in. Six-foot-nine guy who is good at offense. And what I saw tonight, it's one game, right? One game. And he didn't play a ton of minutes, I believe. I don't know what's right and what's wrong in the ESPN app. It it should make me go to a different place, but ESPN broadcasts the game and ESPN is what I use to, to find the stuff. And they say he played 13 minutes. And so most of those minutes I think was in the second half. And I can tell in those 13 minutes that Trey Mitchell is the most gifted offensive player on the team. It's, he unlocks so many things as a six-nine guy who can score the basketball. His jump shot—I'm a bit liberal in giving the praise of silky jump shot. Trey Mitchell's got a, a silky shot. It looks like it's going in, and he's six foot nine. He made a couple of threes. He made the prettiest pass of the night on a backdoor cut from the left hand side behind the three-point line. He found Kobe Johnson on the other side of the rim near the basket for an easy two. He cannot be 100% because, again, he's only practiced once. But I can tell you 100% he's the best guy at offense on the team. And to be that comfortable one practice in, first game at, at WVU, super comfortable now did the did that translate to the team did the team with a bunch of new guys coming together and trying to mesh did they look comfortable as a whole not really lots of turnovers lots of drives to the basket and trying to get trying to get an easy basket and running into one of your own guys and guys are clogging the lane and yet we're trying to go near the rim and just going into traffic so that's not comfortable. Lots of dumb fouls, lots of, hey, Jimmy Bell is immovable, let's get him the ball, but doing a very poor job of trying to get Jimmy Bell the the ball. So all that's uncomfortable, but the effort is there. And seeing this team play twice now, once where it didn't count, tonight it did count, against not the level of play they're going to be facing in the near future, the effort is there and the vibe that wvu is putting out i've been thinking about it because it's different it's definitely different than last year and it's it's familiar for a huggins team and the only way i could come up with describing it is like if you're (laughs) if you're going to a like you're the new kid in school right you're the new kid in school you don't know anybody you're getting the looks and instead of like succumbing to getting the bully treatment, you're getting ahead of that as the new kid. And you are puffing your chest out. You're acting tough, or like overly aggressive as a front to make sure you don't get picked on. And so I don't know if this is a front or not. I, I don't think it is, candidly. <laughs> I think this is how this, how this group of guys is made up. Uh, they are they having a, a very aggressive new kid in school. Don't even think about bullying me. Energy because they're not fooling around. Eric Stevenson. This is one play. He got his hand on the ball. It went to the back court. There's no way Eric Stevenson is getting the ball first. It didn't keep him from running super hard, and it looked like <laughs> it looked like a quarterback sack, where somebody would see the replay and say. Oh that's a cheap shot. Like he's definitely trying to take his leg out. But Eric Stevenson just diving for the ball and he and he picked up a foul. And I don't think Huggins batted an eye. I think Huggins is like, yeah, I'll take that. That that works for me. Uh Waggy, Muhammad Waggy, when he dives for for loose balls, it does it looks like football. It looks like there's a fumble in football and he and anything goes in football, right? When there's a fumble, I've heard horror stories of what happens in the pile trying to get the ball while he's doing that. He's playing after the whistle. He's diving. Like he, he could be called for a foul every time he's going for it. <laughs> one of these loose balls, but he's on the floor going for it, which is a, which is a, a Bob Huggins coached energy, right? The whistle gets blown for the jump ball, uh, the whistle gets blown for the jump ball. WVU does not care about that. The whistle means nothing. They're done going after the ball when they say they're done <laughs> going for the ball. <laughs> the whistle is just kind of a thing that's happening in the background. You know? And that might cause problems down the road in a, in a tight game doing something like that. Might not be the most effective strategy. But – That's the energy this team has. And I really think Huggins sees that energy and it takes him to a happy place. Like what you would consider Bob Huggins being happy, seeing that on the floor from his team, like he goes to a peaceful place. It's like Bob Huggins meditation, seeing that happen. (laughs) Can you imagine, like, if Bob Huggins, if he had like a calm app, you know, the calm app or whatever app to help you go to sleep, is, is like soothing sounds, white noise, birds, a guy being having a or lady having a very relaxing voice, calming essence, and Bob Huggins' calm app is the sound of of floor burns mixed with repeated whistles. And and <laughs> repeated repeated whistles breaking up some kind of scuffle. That's his meditation app. That's his call map. And so one game in, if, that's, if they recorded that and put it on a loop for Huggins to go to sleep with, he's sleeping like a baby. WVU won this game because they're the most talented team of the two teams that played the night in Morgantown at the Coliseum. West Virginia was the more talented now credit to Mount St Mary's they did not go away in the second half it was a it was a rough first half thirty to eighteen I think that was the score at the end of the first half lots of misses lots of lots of good defense Mount St Mary's when they had an open shot they didn't make it second half both teams scored more than forty points a lot of that from the foul line, but also Mount Saint Mary's especially Mount St. Mary's, they made some tough threes. And they had a dude, does this only happen to WVU, the under six foot guy that goes off in a half? That happened the night, Jalen Benjamin, 5'10", 160 pounds, amazing hair. Probably five pounds of the 160 pounds is Jalen Benjamin's hair. And he had 15 points in the second half, made three threes in the game, got to the line a bunch, and, and kept Mount St. Mary's, I wouldn't say close, but kept them from getting blown out. But So for WVU, the lead never dipped below 10 in the second half, but West Virginia couldn't extend it to 20 either. So both teams were getting buckets in the second half. WVU was making jump shots but so was Mount St. Mary's, but no heartburn in this game. You know, Huggins is good in these home up winners. He's only lost one in, <laughs> in the year after Javon Carter. They lost a, a good Buffalo team where a lot of that Buffalo team's components won the, the TBT tournament this year, um, but they Huggins is good at these. And so West Virginia wins this one. They caused 17 turnovers. They held Mount St. Mary's to, I think, 18 points in the first half. Six field goals. And WVU won the rebounding battle 45-28. to Those are the reasons West Virginia won this one. Told you how excited I was about seeing Trey Mitchell play. My overall guy I want to talk about for this game, the standout for me, is one Mohamed Wagi. I'm watching this guy play, and I've watched him play two games now. And I love the potential. Like, think about the guys WVU brought in from the transfer transfer portal last season. Poly Polycap, Damon Kerrigan. Waggy's not that. And imagine Waggy with more muscle and going through the Huggins offseason weight room again and getting stronger. But as he stands, it's amazing. Like tonight, nine points, nine rebounds, six offensive rebounds, two steals, two blocks. He had four turnovers, which is not great. But the potential, he's athletically gifted. And he doesn't stop moving. Like what I saw in the Bowling Green game, I saw tonight. He's he's supermanning for loose balls. I already talked about him, like picturing him playing loose balls like it's like it's football, like it's a fumble. But he is definitely not only is he going hard for the ball, he's also wanting to leave the scrum with the ball one hundred percent of the time. And maybe I, I don't think he's he's played basketball that much in his life. Maybe he thinks like if you get the ball at the end. Like the concept of jump ball is not something that's on his radar. It's just like, if I get the ball, then we get the ball, right? That's how he plays it. He doesn't seem disappointed when the other team gets it, but he definitely wants the ball every time. And so it's either that, like he doesn't understand the rules, or it's just like the ultimate disrespect, the ultimate slight. If he leaves that scrum without the ball, I don't care. Six offensive rebounds – and he can get right back up with it. He's bouncy. It's it's great. Now, he's played against Bowling Green and he's played against Mount St. Mary's with love and respect to those two schools. WVU's competition is going to increase. So let's see what Waggy looks like Friday night and going to Portland and in Big 12 conference play. But I think, I mean, it just looks two games in like Waggy's going to be really good. And I'm hyped. I'm hyped for the Woggy, for the woggy menace. NBA fans, the NBA action is just getting started. And so are the incredible offers of DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA pregame Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, total rebounds, total points scored, and more. Listen, Javon Carter, when he starts in the NBA, that team wins this season. So maybe pick the Milwaukee Bucks to win. Pick them to win by a large margin. Have Javon Carter scoring more than four points. Boom. Same game parlay. With payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Hey, ESPN Plus, why are you trying to confuse me? I'm three hours removed from the game. I still don't know what the final score was. And that's not an ESPN Plus thing. That's an ESPN proper thing. But what are you doing? I mean... Right at the beginning, here's the starting lineups for the game. Oh, and and like Tony Caridi's son is like, sounds confused. <laughs> when he's seeing on the screen that Trey Mitchell, there's a picture of Trey Mitchell as part of WBU starting lineup. And guess what? Trey Mitchell didn't start. <laughs> I mean, before the game, graphics from the university of Hey, here's a starting five, and it's the same starting five as the Bowling Green exhibition. But ESPN Plus is like, uh, Trey Mitchell, he starts. He did not start. Multiple stats shown during the game, inaccurate, not true. Like keeping track of fouls throughout the first half. At one point, it was both teams didn't have any fouls, and I absolutely seen multiple fouls from both teams, and we all saw a lot of fouls. So it can't be zero, right? In the first half, ESPN Plus had a graphic on the screen, like WVU's got a lot of new faces. And how do you get to know the new faces? They just put nine headshots on the screen, no names. You know, like how you get to know somebody through pictures is there's there's words, and those words are the people's names. And the people's names, those words, typically go like below the person's face. If I just have the picture, then it's then it's that guy or that lady. And so when you have nine pictures with no names, and you're saying, here's the new guys. <laughs> and when you cut the action, if you see the back of them, you, act, you see their name on their jersey. All I'm saying is. And Karidi's son just kind of got rushed through, like, oh, and there's there they are. Like that's all he can do with that graphic. Okay. After the game, typically there's some kind of uh, you know, they they grab Bob Huggins, they grab a player that played well. Amanda Maisie wanted to do that. ESPN Plus had already cut to the the never ending graphic of this your event has ended. But you can hear the audio of like Amanda Macy saying, are we on the air? You know, some a version of that is like, here's Emmett Matthews. And before she can get the intro out, the audio cuts. Listen, glass half full. I'm glad the game is available for viewing and that ESPN Plus exists so I can watch all of the WVU basketball games. I enjoy Warren Baker. I like the work of Warren Baker. It's good to see him early in the season. I'm coming from a place where I don't know what goes into making a successful production of, of, you know, covering a basketball game and presenting that on a screen, but you know what? Just do better ESPN plus. If I'm noticing what I've just said, people who actually know what goes into it and are watching it have to think it's terrible and it doesn't have to be great. Just, Not terrible, because it's not funny terrible. It's just bad. So aim for mediocre. ESPN Plus, you're paying extra for that. So on paper, it should be like, like a get what you're paid for scenario. But aim for mediocre. And what I'm telling you, ESPN Plus, is you're looking up at mediocre right now. A couple of major stats to look at from the night. I told you earlier WVU was plus 17 and rebounding. You know how many times last season WVU was plus 17 and rebounding? Goose egg. It didn't happen. West Virginia did did not out-rebound anyone by 17 last season. The last time WVU was plus 17 and rebounding, you got to go back to – you remember when Oscar Shibwe – played for WVU. Remember when Derek Culver played for WVU? That's the last time WVU out-rebounded an opponent by 17. Now, last year, WVU rebounded by committee. But let me put the rebounding... Imagine rebounding by committee in lowercase. This season, and it's one game, but this season... With all these six eight, six nine, six ten guys, one of the guys immovable, can't move them. This team is going to rebound by committee, but picture that in all like bold uppercase letters, right? Same words. One very small type this year, bold 24 point font. Okay. No guy had double digit rebounds. Jimmy Bell, Wagi, Okongwu, 21 rebounds and 48 minutes combined. That's pretty good. Emmett Matthews, Josiah Harris, they both had seven rebounds. And the way Josiah Harris was going for offensive rebounds, it's almost like he, <laughs> in preparation, like at 2 p.m., he typed in on YouTube, Zion Williamson rebounding. And you know how Zion Zion Williamson, like, swoops in like a bird and typically doesn't let the ball, doesn't come down with the ball. He just dunks it while he's up in the air. And Josiah Harris didn't do that. But he did do the, hey, the ball's going up, and I'm near the three-point line, and I'm I'm swooping in to get it. I like that energy. And so all those guys – I, I I can I can see that being a trend where WVU rebounds by committee and all these guys are going after rebounds. And I know Huggins is not is not pleased with their rebounding yet, but I see what he's talking about when he says this team has the potential to be really good at rebounding. The other stat that has 17 attached to it, West Virginia had 17 assists tonight. You want to know the last time WVU had 17 assists? You know how many times it happened last season? It didn't happen one time. They couldn't get the 17 assists. You got to go back to, you know, NBA player Deuce McBride? Do you remember UNLV guard Jordan McCabe? Those guys were on the team the last time WVU had 17 assists. This episode of Unreasonable Doubt is sponsored by a new sponsor, Freeman Sports Cards and Collectibles. Go to your attic. Look in a shoebox. In my experience, if you open a shoebox in an attic, there's going to be sports cards. There could be wrestling figures, action figures, comic books. All those things end up in old shoeboxes. So... Look in your attic, look in your storage unit. Go through, find the comic books, find the sports cards, and call Freeman Sports Cards and Collectibles. They're always looking to buy this stuff. And you I bet you'd be surprised on what you could get for what you have in that shoebox. Call them at 304 416 3631. December 2nd through the 4th, Freeman Sports Cards and Collectibles. They're having a sports card show at the Morgantown Mall. Definitely call 304-416-3631 and get a hold of Freeman Sports Cards and Collectibles. It's just one game, but is WVU going to average one technical foul a game? <laughs> I told you they've got that don't bully me, I'm getting ahead of it energy. There's a lot of snarling. I enjoy a snarl in basketball. I, I do not want to be snarled at while playing basketball. Therefore, the team I'm paying attention to, if they're snarling, I'm into it. But how do the kids put it? They they want all of the smoke. WVU, based on this game, they want all of the smoke. Just n- nothing. It, the slightest perceived act of disrespect. West West Virginia West Virginia players are not having it. It's just one game, but that's that's the best I've seen Seth Wilson play. That was his best game in a Mountaineers uniform. Was tonight against Mount St. Mary's. Substantial minutes looking for his shot. That baseline shot looked good. You know, they're not they're not going in at a great rate, but he he's aggressive. I saw a full game from Seth Wilson. In the exhibition, I was saying Seth Wilson looked like last year. This Seth Wilson did not look like last season. So he's going to – Kobe Johnson, watch out. Seth Wilson may be looking to take some of your minutes. Just one game. But it's amazing seeing Trey Mitchell thrown into this experiment, how much pressure it takes off of Emmett Matthews Jr. I mean, Emmett Matthews – started at the 4 tonight. Once Trey Mitchell is health, healthy, Emmett Matthews will move to the 3 and he can do Emmett Matthews things in the background come right to the forefront and have a couple of awesome possessions in a row on both ends of the floor. And just like this game, like Emmett Matthews led the team in scoring with 15 points and I'm and I'm going back thinking uh, he led the team in scoring, Emmett Matthews? Like how would he do that? And I want that. Like, that's awesome. And Trey Mitchell played 13 minutes. He scored 13 points. And I can't off the top of my head remember how much Mitchell and Matthews played together. But the guy who benefits the most from Trey Mitchell getting into the starting lineup and and playing a more prominent role is Emmitt Matthews doesn't have to be the guy. And because he doesn't have to be the guy, he can flourish and lead the team in scoring on a night. And it's just one game on the negative side. I'm not in love with the Joe Toussaint mid-range shot. He's in love with it. It's not falling now. Once it starts falling, obviously I'm not going to have an issue with it. But that's going to get better, right? I'm going to feel better about Joe Toussaint getting a step on his guy and then pulling up from 15 feet. Like I'm going to that's going to feel better as we go through the season, right? Please tell me that it's going to feel better. The next game for WVU, it's a rivalry game. It's an annual tradition at this point. WVU this season heads north to play Pittsburgh, the old backyard brawl. Now, is this basketball game going to have the same environment as the football game, the first game of the season this season? No, it's not. Not going to be able to touch that. It'll be fun. It's always fun when WVU and Pitt plays in any sport. 7 p.m. ACC Network or ESPN Plus, Pitt won their home opener versus UT Martin, 80 to 58. Looking at the box score, Pitt shot 41 threes. That's a lot of threes. And so West Virginia's got to be prepared to guard the perimeter. Pitt had 21 assists. None of these starters, none of the starters for the UT Martin game were on the Panthers roster last season. So we're seeing a bunch of new guys. We're going to see Federico Federico, who committed to WVU in February, then ended up with Pitt. Pitt's going to have 6'11 twins. (laughs) It's always, it's so many basketball twins. And Pitt has their, when is WVU going to get basketball twins? Has Huggins got something against basketball twins Bring some twins to Morgantown. WV's won the last four against Pitt since both teams left the Big East. True road games, you know how I feel about road games. Just they're always scary. Definitely not uh any road game is not a shoe-in. Remember that remember that game at Youngstown State? Not a gimme. So going to Pitt, who has struggled the last few seasons and has a whole new roster. It's not going to be a cakewalk. It's early in the season. Both teams getting reps with their new guys. Let's see what happens. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms or just pick one. Follow the podcast or subscribe to the podcast, whatever the button says. Hit that. Leave a review. Rate it five stars. Do all the things. Until next time, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt WVU for the 2022-2023 season. They have one win and they have zero losses.